81 minutes and 36 seconds is what <clears throat> the current tally of lost recording to the WTF did that go ghosts in the machine hello universe my love hate 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 relationship with android continues and now involves a Nokia X100 interloper who in many ways has been the bane of my last 10 days and when you throw on the pile the fact that yesterday's over one hour recording managed to capture about 11 minutes of intermittent nonsense even I'm not sure what I was trying to convey in some of the fractured sequences but uh, how can hitting the record button and then hitting the stop button result in so much trouble in between only for me only for me but universe I'm really not here to complain and in fact perhaps your karmic response of these are the sounds of silence uh, was appropriate I know I must have yawned 45 times during that recording because starting at 420 in the morning finishing sometime there for in the almost six o'clock in the morning hour well that's not my most lucid time of day for the most part sometimes it is but for the most part those are not the hours in which I am my most presentable so perhaps you edited out what for reasons only you know I needed to refrain from sharing but <clears throat> having moved from my voice recorder app to the easy voice recorder app I assume I'm now in my wheelhouse and can from here forward expect nothing but well the wise sharing of the court fool jester who for some reason still thinks the king gives a shit what he says or do I just realize the game is so absurd that there's only one role worth playing and that's the one with bells on my hat and twinkles on my toes or some other caricature of inconsequence caricatures of inconsequence boy if I ever had to sub heading my overall life caricatures of inconsequence would certainly be on the list of final candidates but before I get too much further here I imagine a sweet watermelon soda inspired by tradition says Kroger oh yeah what tradition is that Kroger the one where you won't let me on your website anymore uh, I can't uh, go much farther here 
feeling the angst that Kroger is starting to swell up within without counterbalancing that with some of my own clouds of goodness and suppression of bad thoughts. So while I go suppress bad thoughts in my clouds of goodness, well, why don't you do the same? Seriously. I mean, that was 420 when I got back in here. Knock, knock. Is it wrong that my favorite not not joke is the one where you say not not instead of knock knock? Oh no, 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 no. That's not my favorite knock knock joke. It's the one where you say, oh wait, no, you start. Okay, knock knock. Wait, is this not what we were supposed to start? Is this not what you were talking about? <laughs> Who's there? Well, Sweet Island Sweet, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's definitely gotten a little hazy in here. <clears throat> in fact, I might be going for a little amnesia, so just wait a second. We'll be right back at this. All right. Uh. <sighs> Well, now that there's fuzz on the brain and tingle in the ankles, that was tingle, not tinkle. Although, yeah, I don't think so. Who knows? But aside from my own personal hygiene regimen, which let us never talk about again, but having not gotten on to talk about that ever again, or previously, or in the moment. I feel like the three and a half minute break just taken as a fractal image of the three and a half week breaks I seem to have been fond of recently. Well, I guess both need to stop. And I don't mind taking a three and a half minute break, especially because I blew my nose, which I know helps, so I don't sniffle the whole freaking time. <clears throat> but other than exposing myself as the weak emu who the lion should tackle while sizing up the herd, um, more revealing moments than that did I come to share. Because I think after sizing up the last 10 days of reflection, maybe, maybe, I now know what I'm here to say. Um, because if there's ever a topic I think I would just plow right through, it would be a graduate level seminar on lying and that which cowards default to in moments of character test or some other subheading you decide how losers keep losing this is my method for holding myself back what's yours
Have you considered that maybe everything I'm telling you is full of shit? If not, well, you should. <clears throat> um, lying used to be, I guess, my default protection of myself in this universe. I had no real motive that I can pin down. Cowardice is as close as anything. But the ease with which I fell into creating circumstances based on that which was evident but most wanted from those around me in other words, to morph into the presence of desired interaction you're creating with the people around you. I'm not saying that was me at all times, but it was me enough to spook me into wondering who the fuck I really was. And... <clears throat> I suppose as much as anything I was afraid to find out perhaps perhaps I knew that somewhere in one of my prior incarnations my tapping of who I thought I really was led to horrendous outcomes whether by my own hand or through the incidental and coincidental cycles of energetic flow that perhaps I initiated but somewhere back there I fear what I'm capable of doing when I said I come onto this planet knowing two things one, that I'm here to witness something. And two, that I am capable of extraordinary outcomes. Well, clearly my dog doesn't care. She couldn't care less, frankly, about what I suppose I'm capable of or have been capable of previously because she only lives for the moment. She is the Buddha. She knows better than to think about what might happen and thus color what we might expect in the moment to be going down in a way that is neither just nor sane. No, she does none of that. She takes every moment with the wisdom to react as her true self and the chips fall where they may. But by doing that, she remains content and at peace with herself and this manifestation of existence every second of every day of every year that we've been together. Because nothing will help you sleep with that kind of relaxed satisfaction 
as much as knowing you have always been your true self in the moments when you were there to be seen. I fought the instinct that simplicity offers for most of my life. And in doing so, kept proving over and over again that I was capable of truly unspeakable acts. At least to me. As I flip through the incidents that are the mosaic of my life, I will, with painful regard, look at myself as having made errors that I would never think myself capable of today. That doesn't remove my accountability or my space-time continuum activity of being that person at that time in that way. Lies are corrosive. One lie often leads to another, which leads to another, to another, to another, until there is no concept of truth remaining. There is simply protecting the lie. And having lived a life that centered on one statement, likely more than any other, having to protect the lies. Well, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And if for whatever, what the hell are you thinking reason, you might be listening to this. Well, I'm going to wonder if you're not thinking the same thing about yourself. Maybe we all do. Maybe everything here is just a construct of reality that we're comfortable enough to reveal in the time that we're given to manifest as the souls that we are throughout eternity. Being separated into all for one and one for all suits like we do here on planet Earth, it's the exact embodiment of nature's forces of balance that we thirsted for. The harmony of existence in the eternal plane. Magnificent as that existence always is. The tension, the palpability, the zest of this reality, that's only 
available here. Well, not just here, but it's available the most here. <clears throat> and I'm not sure, being the addict that I am, that I'm not addicted to earth. I can feel manifestations in other zones of reality, but I am connected to this planet. I am of this planet's make. I am capable of impactful outcomes, both good and bad. And the idea that I let my environment taint me, seduce me, reduce me to acts that in some way, shape, or form aren't kind, that show no understanding of what potentially humanity is capable of, And then failing to forgive those moments where, despite our best effort, we fall short and have to reset for another go. That somehow I imagine myself having purpose other than that because of influence from external sources. Well, that's how I fall short. And in many ways, I've now come to see that I fall short because I choose to. I fall short because there's effort in presenting yourself here in all circumstances with the grace and integrity that your true character embodies. How am I supposed to remain kind, understanding, and forgiving toward the T-Mobile Corporation who, for whatever reason, decides when and if and how I will connect to their network with their phone? I'm so disembodied from my interactions with the services and systems that regulate life on this planet. It's, it's numbing. T-Mobile is, well, much like Verizon before, a relationship that is coming to a close. I can only take being jerked around by the cellular service providers in the United States of America so much before I have to think, well, maybe AT&T isn't as bad as I've heard. But I, I, will, uh, I will say this, Verizon, 
T-Mobile was no better. I don't really miss you, but uh, I don't really want to say that you're the problem. Because I keep having the same shitty experience with you, or Comcast, or Excel, or Kroger, or who else can we give personhood to and then let them run amok as a faceless entity in our day-to-day -day operations. Well, <sighs> not getting bogged down in the disappointment that that little train stops over and over again. No. No. Nope. Somehow, even on days that begin with a delivery truck that fortunately you have seen maneuvering the entire three-quarter block segment, that they have not seen you on your bicycle. And you know this means that as you approach the <laughs> opportunity for them to ruin your life, that they are committed to playing that role unless you are willing to rewrite the script. And <clears throat> so, foolish daredevil that you are, you think, well, at this point of angled in involvement, worst case scenario, I can ditch the bike and save my life. I don't know if that's a good mental solution to the immediately arising problem of, does that guy in the truck see me? And no, he doesn't, of course. And when he turns left into your direct heading inappropriately, no stopping, and no recognition that at 5.45 in the morning there might be a biker coming down this road. Well, I was ready to jump out of the way. I wasn't ready for my favorite pair of glasses to fall off my face into the middle of the boulevard like they did. But, okay, we're okay, we're okay. Get to work all shaken up. Apparently only one lens in my glasses because the other one is, what now, powdered poly-something dust in the middle of the road. And that's just the closest call I've had of three rather uh, heart-stopping moments of riding my bike to work in the dark. Wear a yellow vest, put blinky lights on, hell, Put a loudspeaker on your head that blasts nothing but irritating sounds, and still people will look straight at you, not see you, and turn right into you. It makes me wonder how many times as a driver I just missed cyclists entirely. As a cyclist, the only thing that we all share among us, 100%, 
is the knowledge that when we're on the road, everybody else is there to not see us. And if you don't have that attitude about every single vehicle on the road, the one you think is working with you is the next vehicle that will turn right into you. So, cycle at your own risk, right? I know that. I know that. That's why I'm still mostly unshaken from the number of life-threatening moments I've experienced on the road on my bicycle. But I certainly am not here to talk about that. When, on that same day, after not getting home until 13 hours after I had taken off for the day, well, hands full of Kroger disappointment that they were, fumbling to find my keys so that I don't have to, God forbid, put a bag down. God, I do such stupid shit. Like, for one, carry way too much stuff on every trip I make. Every trip I make. If there's stuff to carry, give me more, because I want to carry too much so I look overburdened and fuck something up. That's my role. Well, playing that role to a T as I'm walking in my back door area. Oh, what bag-dropping, startling moment do I have? But, oh, it's Lily in my house letting me in. Ah, uh, I don't even know how she gets in my house. I really don't. I figure she's doing it through the cellar somehow because I don't know that any of the main floor windows aren't totally secure. And if one's not, huh. Anyhow, here it is now, 108 on Saturday, October 29th. And that day the truck almost hit me was Thursday. So in another six hours, Lily will have been here at least 48 hours. And time with Time with Lily has changed my life, so I don't deny that um, the challenge she represents as a friend slash acquaintance slash arch enemy has value, but it is so tiresome. And I understand that this is a little karmic retribution in real time, in this life, for the same charades of nonsense I cast out, willingly cast out, throughout my past. Lily isn't, I hope, manipulating me consciously with malevolent intent. No, Lily is manipulating me subconsciously with chaotic intent that 
often leads to malevolent outcomes and interactions. And in that process comes a lot of self-reflection and growth. But the express lane the effect taking those lessons in in an advanced and accelerated course format the toll that takes on your your overall presence in this universe is immense Lily drains all of my energy as if that's what her purpose is. And having drained the energy, the life force, the enthusiasm of people having swirled into uplifting moments with nothing but the down tug of false and feigned pretense when being myself was all that was really called for. Well, that's one of the ways that this is all my fault. I don't sit here swelled with regret, but I recognize how I could have been better because as I go forward living true to myself and in harmony with who I really am, well, I feel how much better life has become. The magic of being human, all that dichotomous swirling in your head of why the hell do I do what I do? Well, it all came gently, calmly, tranquility, lily, tranquility, the tranquility with which I exist now, in spite of you, T-Mobile, it's unprecedented. Unlike the anxious dog next door. And unfortunately, not quite up to the level of the dog on the floor. Well, this dog, this old dog, learned a new trick. I learned how to love myself in an environment that says, you're the problem. They can try to tell you that you're not up to the task, that somehow you came here, oh, just inappropriately conceived enough to not share a winner's take. Well, fuck that. Bullshit. The best part of being here is that you are manifested with a destiny and purpose that's within you to realize. Nobody else has to participate. It's up to you. There is nothing 
stopping you from being your true self other than you. I don't know why that took me so long to come to grips with, but once it gets a hold of you, well, <laughs> much like other things in life, you won't let go. But what you will let go of is the regret of what 81 minutes and 36 seconds of recording time lost represents. Because it may not have given me much, but it did give me this little bit of insight at the very end, which now I feel appropriately I will share here. I gotta tell ya, much to talk about with nothing to say? Well, that just might be the truest statement on this podcast ever. <laughs>